The other day, some of you know Mike Davies. Mike is a bald guy who sits back here sometimes. He'll probably be in the second service today. Mike is a fellow who has been for a couple of years now coming to our luncheons. Is he here? Where is he? Oh, he's still bald. Way to go, Mike. He is there. Usually you sit over there. I just get, and I got glare from your head and I can't see you. Sorry. I have the right to say that. Maybe nobody else can, but I can. The other day, what's that? Oh, that's just a halo. Oh. The other day, Mike Davies and I went to, to uh, have some coffee at Starbucks. And uh, he mentioned to me that he didn't know that I wasn't raised in a Christian family which a little, was a little surprising to me because I've been around Mike quite a bit, uh, but he didn't know. And I, and I used these words. I said to him, have you not heard my story? Because I feel like I've told it, you know, a lot and people should know the story. But uh, he said, no, I, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't know that story. So I told him a little bit about my story. And, but when I use the word story in that context, what exactly do I mean? When I say story. My story. Like, clearly, I'm not talking about something that I would say is untrue. I'm not talking about a myth. I'm talking actually about something that has really happened, the story of my life. And yet we still use the word story to describe those events. They weave together a kind of narrative, a kind of tale. And so we meet someone, maybe for the very first time. You walk up to them and you say, hi, uh, I'm Kelly. And they say, Of course, you'd have to use your name, but then they would say their name back. And you might say to them, well, uh, you know, do you work somewhere or are you married to somebody or do you have children? And we would exchange a little bit of information. We might tell each other where we're from and maybe how old we are. Um, Some of you ladies would want to share your weight. Um, You know, it's hard to say all the things that we might share with someone in the midst of that narrative and story, but it becomes very story-like very quickly. And and so I might tell somebody my story over coffee with Mike, and in fact, they might tell me their story. And so Mike and I actually, after I shared some of my story, he went on and shared some of his because I said, well, there's some things about your story that I don't know. Tell me some things about you. So he told me, for example, a little bit about uh, his mother and some interaction that he had with her. And he told me a little bit about his sister and how her sister, his sister lives out on Vancouver Island. So there were stories exchanged. And we do this in order that we might know each other better, that there can be relationship built because we had a chance to share those stories. We're telling each other stories. Um, our staff. On our staff, Dustin is definitely the most quiet of the four. Then there's Kelly and Jonathan. We are not near as quiet as Dustin is. Then there's Hope, who is somewhere probably in between, until you look at her at lunch and say, Hope, would you like to pray? And then she becomes quieter than Dustin. And that's just kind of who we are. And so because that's who we are, there are times when I tell stories. In fact, sometimes I think I tell too many stories, and sometimes the staff looks at me like, is this going to be another one of your stories? They actually say that sometimes. And then sometimes Jonathan will tell stories as well, because Jonathan is a little bit more vocal than either Hope or Dustin, and so he tells stories too. But what are we doing when we do that? 
Well, there's relationship being built. There are, there's interaction in a very positive way. In fact, a lot of times we tell the stories, the stories are about you. You are the subject of our stories, sometimes by name. And so if you ever think to yourself, I wonder if the church staff ever talks behind my back, we probably do. And, and we, but we do so in positive ways. So we, this sometimes this happens. And what are we doing? We're telling stories. And in fact, do you know what just happened? I just told a story. I just told a story about Mike and I. I just told a story about Dustin and who he is and Hope, who she is, and Jonathan and I, who we are. And when I told that story just now, there was something that happened. You got to know us a little bit better. Maybe some of you already thought, you know, like you already know us, uh, the church staff anyway. You've got lots of interaction with us, and so you already know us. But there was probably something there that tweaked a little bit in terms of us telling a story and you getting to know us a little bit better. Well, what we're going to do in the fall this year is we're going to tell some stories. But these are stories that aren't always told. The issues that are going to crop up throughout the fall, what we're calling neglected treasures, aren't told perhaps as often as they should be. And so we want to tell stories and we want to communicate God's story in the midst of telling these stories from the Bible. Now, one of the things that's beautiful about the Bible is that the Bible is, in fact, itself full of stories. In fact, you could kind of say that the Bible is a storybook. Again, not in the sense of something that's untrue, not in the sense of something that doesn't express truth, but there are stories there that we read and we hear about, and when those stories are told, something happens to us. We learn and grow and understand. And in fact, relationship is built. Relationship is built between ourselves and God when those stories are told. One of the ways that we're going to do this, you can see this beautiful display that Melissa and Alan set up for us. Somebody tell me what this is. In fact, let me ask one specific person. Abby, what is this? Do you have any idea what this is? Oh, geologist you are. It is for archaeology. This is like what would be set up for an archaeological dig. If you were to go to the Holy Land, there actually are these all over the place where scholars from different universities set up these kind of displays, and they do mark them off with rope just the way these are so that they can have a grid and know exactly where things are that they're finding. So they dig down, and they go in and find things. So if I was an archaeologist, I might have glasses like these. I won't put those on, but uh, we might wear those. There might be a mask just in case some ancient artifact has something toxic in it. We could have gloves and a hat here. Those would help us all dig. And if we were really good archaeologists digging very well, we could get down, we start digging around. And lo and behold, we would find something. In this case, in this case, we would find a Bible. And the cover of this says the story. And the reason it says the story is because God has blessed us with a word full of stories that communicate to us his will, himself, something about ourselves, relationship, and we can come to know him. And so today, we've got the artifact in that sense of story. I could read, actually, a story. I could read something like this that comes 
directly out of Scripture and that is going to say something to us if we think seriously about it. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Can you hear in that story? That's not just the telling of history. It's even told in a narrative kind of story-like way. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. And he separated the light from the darkness. And God called the light day. And the darkness he called night. And there was evening and there was morning. The first day. It's so poetic. And intentionally written like poetry, like story. And so from this, we begin to learn something about God. I wouldn't say that there is tons of science in the first few verses of Genesis. I would definitely say, however, that there is truth told in a story-like way. And so that's what we're going to be doing this fall. Looking at some stories, looking at some things that we dig and unearth out of Scripture that have been, perhaps for us, neglected treasures. Well, one of the things that's going to happen is, through all of that, we're going to get to know each other better. We're going to have relationship with God. We're going to have relationships with each other, and we want these relationships to foster and grow, which takes me into a completely different subject this morning because one of the ways in which we want to build relationships and help each other grow this fall is for as many people as possible to be in life groups. And so we want very much for you to think seriously this morning about signing up for a life group. What I want to do right now I'm going to have the life group leaders stand so they can see you. But before they do that, let me just tell you what's going to happen. Um, I'm going to have the life group leaders stand just so you can see who some of them are. Then they're going to sit down. Then Jonathan is going to come, and Jonathan's going to introduce another portion to what we're doing this morning. He's going to have eventually a bunch of people go to the back, some ministry leaders. And at that point, the life group leaders will go to the back also, back kind of where hope is. And when they go back there, they're going to have clipboards, and you'll have a chance in just a few minutes to go and sign up for a life group back there if you want to sign up with with those people that are here. If you're wanting to be a part of a life group and that leader is going to be in the second service and not in this service, there still are tables out in the foyer and you can sign up at one of those tables uh, with one of those life group leaders uh, this morning. You could stick around and meet the life group leader uh, who's going to be here in the second service from that particular life group and get to know them a bit, uh, bit better later on too.